0: (laughs) So I am still recovering from vacation I barely um, am holding on to my life because I went through my first earthquake and I was very dramatic about it but uh, (laughs) prior to that I was doing um, a lot of working so I hadn't had a break for like a month And then I got sick, and then I went on vacation for a week. So it's like I'm still trying to get my stuff together. But I went on, I guess I told you guys a little bit about it before um, in the last episode, but me and my cousins take like an annual trip. So last year we went to New Orleans for Essence, and this year we decided we wanted to go to San Francisco, but by the time I bought my plane tickets, it was too expensive to fly straight to San Francisco. So we all met up in L.A. since some of my cousins already stay there. And then we decided to drive to San Francisco. So it was a lot, but we had a lot of fun. I didn't realize San Francisco was cold, like, year-round. So when I was, like, packing, even L.A. was a little cool, too. But when I was packing, I was like, I got to pull out, like, my fall and winter clothes and, like, a coat because it's cold as hell out here. So, but ultimately I had fun. Um, I did do something that a lot of um, Mississippians may be disappointed in, but I had soul food in Oakland, and I knew when my cousin recommended it that it didn't make sense but I figured I would go along um with everyone and try it out anyway I'm not gonna say the place of it um here I did blog about it so um but I'm not gonna say the place because I don't want that smoke because you know gang affiliated <laughs> I don't want to get killed I'm talking about soul food but um yeah so like it was very interesting food was not good But uh, (laughs) it was a great environment or whatever. Um, Got to see the Golden Gate Bridge. um, Did, because you have to pass through like wine country from L.A. to San Francisco, did a lot of drinking. So now I'm kind of going through a detox right now. So um, keep me in your prayers. But anyway, I have a very good host, um, I mean, special um, guest with me today. I am going to allow her to introduce herself, tell us where she's from, and how long she's been in Jackson.
1: Okay, so hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> my name is Ko Bragg. First name's just K-O, Ko, that's it. I spell it because I realize if I don't spell it, I get Cole or Coco or just like all types of iterations. It's like two coco letters. Coco is cute though. Um, I mean, it's cute, but like, if you're like at a job and someone's like, what's your name, Coco? I'm like, it's really not. Um, so yeah, I'm from a lot of places. So okay. I was born in Virginia and then was there until like second grade, then moved to New Jersey and then was there until high school. And then I went to boarding school in New Hampshire. And so then once I finished up boarding school, cause I had a scholarship for like being from New Jersey, it was like related. So my mm. mama was like, I'm not trying to mess up the bag. So she, we stayed in Jersey until I finished high school. And then she moved to Mississippi. So mm-hmm. that was in 2011. So Mississippi has been home base for me since 2011. And then once I finished school and stuff, um, I moved here in summer of 2017.
0: Okay, okay. So we were talking before, and I heard you on another podcast. And I was like, she had the life I wanted. I wanted to go to boarding school so bad and I still hold it against my mom, which we probably couldn't afford it anyway. I'm not sure. But, uh, we yeah.
1: didn't either. I <laughs> got <laughs> <have> that scholarship.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I'm like, maybe I can like send my daughter, but like, I heard your interview there and you were like, uh eh. it wasn't really necessary. I could have skipped it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just, so I just got back from Boston a couple days ago. Um, So I'm a journalist, so I'm right now freelancing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm between like a bunch of contracts. And so sometimes I travel up for team meetings or whatever. So that's what I was doing in Boston. And I ran into a girl who also went to prep school. And so we were dishing about how, like at the time it was cool. But then once you get a little bit older, you're like, ooh, you know, there was a lot of microaggressions there, Mm -hmm. a lot of just like blatant racism. Mm -hmm. And because I went to boarding school, you don't go home and talk about it, right. or you don't have your mom who can be a reference point because my mom didn't go to boarding school. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from Princeton, New Jersey, so she can understand like the whiteness and stuff. But like the other issues that come up when you're 13, 14, living with other 13, 14 year olds who have never seen black people in their lives, mm. you're like, "Oh, I'm the race ambassador." Like that's why, I, and it was it's super awkward because like all the black kids, for the most part, with the exception of like a couple our own scholarship mm-hmm. and we're all from the tri-state area or a lot of the Hispanic kids were from the same place in Orange County, California. So everyone is making these broad generalizations about black people and blackness and class. And yeah, it was super, like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, why, like, how did I survive that? Why yeah. did we do that? But
0: for my the education worth it, you think? Um,
1: so like the education is like quote unquote, good. Yeah. But it's like good in the sense that you're reading like the Odyssey and like mm-hmm. whack stuff like that. It's not good in the sense that like you don't feel good as like a person. So yeah. I didn't try that hard. I love school. But I didn't try that hard because I was like, I'm this is exhausting. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it looks good on paper. It's yeah. one of those things. Um, and it was good for like, I'm an only child and my mom's a doctor. So she spent a lot of like, nights, days away, just like doing rounds and stuff like that and like I'm like super bored mm-hmm. or if I want to do a bunch of activities she had to take me. So from that perspective, going off to boarding school for free, like everything's taken care of, you can just do all your activities, that's great. But it does have like a another toll that I was like,
0: mm, if
1: I had a, if I was white and I had white children, I yeah. would send them. But like as a black woman, mm-mm.
0: yeah. And I guess I didn't think about that perspective just because all of my schools have been all black and then I came here to go to Jackson State, and I'm on my third degree there. So I did take a program at Millsaps before, but that was, like, probably the first time I had been, like, the minority in a room, you know? And by then, like, I'm an adult. Like, it doesn't feel as bad, I guess. Or I didn't interact with them as much to, like, experience some of those things. Yeah, but that's something I totally didn't, like, consider.
1: Yeah, when there was, like, that Nickelodeon show, was I, think it that Zoe 101? Been, I think that
0: might have been responsible <laughs> Yeah, where she
1: was like in boarding school and yeah. it looked fun. Like yeah. it looks fun, but boarding school is not like that.
0: <laughs> I feel like it had to be been something like that because I remember a boarding school show and then a the show about like summer camp. Was it Eat Your Sharks or something like that on Nickelodeon or something? And that made me want to go to boarding school and then go away for camp. Mm. And I'm like, Jill, like, why aren't you sending me? The board school. <laughs> you don't love me <laughs> I was like we're always beefing anyway like just ship me off but yeah I guess I've changed my mind now <laughs> yeah yeah so um what okay so what exactly do you do here you mentioned a little bit that you you're a journalist what does that mean
1: yeah so when I moved here a couple years ago um almost yeah almost I'm almost at my like Official like two year anniversary. Um, I came um, because I wanted to do journalism in Mississippi, Mm -hmm. and I had initially tried to be like a freelancer out of my parents' house. They live in Philadelphia, Mississippi,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and the Wi-Fi is bad. Um, mom, I love my mama, but it was very much like if I wanted to leave at like eleven o'clock to go meet up with some friends, where are you going? When are you coming? "Mm -mm." No, no, can't do that either. And then. Um, my parents were like, "Oh, you know, you're home anyway." They don't get the idea that like I'm actually working when mm-hmm. I'm home. So they're like, "Oh, can you go out and like run feed errand. the chickens?" No, like they live on a farm. Oh
0: wow. <laughs> so okay. yes, errands,
1: but different type of errands. So can you run out and can you um, do this for the cows? No, like in hundred and five degree heat. Yeah. So I quickly had to rethink my plan. Yeah. Um, Jackson's not that far from them. So I initially came and started working for a local paper here, paper here mm-hmm. um, and did that for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And pretty much at the start of 2019, I left, mm-hmm. and have been like freelancing and like between contracts. So I get to stay in Mississippi, yeah. But like my the place I work, like Reveal, like is based in the Bay. So like mm-hmm. I don't I go out there sporadically, mm-hmm. but all my work is based down yeah. here, which yeah. is cool.
0: Don't eat their soul food when you go there. Oh, I would never. <laughs> <laughs> I eat like tacos and like eat. Food yeah, when i'm yeah, out, out there nervous <laughs> <laughs> guess i did not get the memo okay well we'll take a break right here
1: jackson mississippi's only alternative culture shop offbeat is your one-stop shop for comics records and designer toys located in the heart of midtown and black owned and geek operated this store is home to the best alternative artists visit offbeat
0: today at offbeatjackson.com for more info Okay, so as a journalist, what kind of stories do you like to tell? Is it just everything, or do you have like a certain, I don't know, a word for it? Um, a beat. Yeah, area of like expertise yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so
1: um, I always think about this story. So, like, I was in LA recently, mm-hmm. and one of my friends from journalism school is out in LA. So, we were hanging out, and I, she was with her group of friends. and they were finished up dinner and I met up with them and so I was telling the people I was from Jackson and one girl was like, Oh my God, like you're a journalist. Have you done a story on the Dancing Dolls? And my home <laughs> girl literally, I was gonna answer like, No, it's not really. I feel like, like this
0: insulting, but I don't know. Yeah, so
1: I mean, I was like, No, it's not really like my like speed or whatever. And my friend literally, like, she was sitting to the right of me. She like put her left hand out pushed me back so she could see the girl down the at the other end of the table. She was like, Did you just ask her if she reports on the dancing dolls? Are you dumb? Like she and we don't know this girl with my friends. She was like, she does serious work. Like she reports on this and that and like no. Yeah. So like no, she doesn't do soft news. Yeah. So I mean I I is
0: that what it's called soft news? Sometimes I feel like it's a I I feel like people
1: who do soft news may not always call it soft news. Mm Um, but yeah So like yeah. the little pieces about like Oh like this new store is here Or like oh there's like um, Pets for
0: sale That's like kind of like soft hits oh, okay. Um, are they even journalists? Is it something anyone can write about? Or are they still journalists? Oh, yeah they're still journalists Okay. It's just like I mean I've done
1: those soft stories Okay sometimes. so it's like
0: entry level type situations so A
1: lot of times it'll be like unless you're like at a position where it's like you're at a paper and there's no one there, Mm -hmm. then, then like, you're probably going to have to do those too. But it would be probably like if you have an intern or someone fresh out of college Mm -hmm. or something, then you would kind of give them those kind of like low risk stories. Okay. Um, But I don't do a lot of that. I do Mm -hmm. a lot of focusing on like criminal justice reporting. Mm -hmm. um, A lot of his, a lot of, a lot of stories that have like um, roots in history. Like Mm -hmm. I was a history major undergrad and so if I can kind of bring things full circle, um, I'm working on a project that's kind of like that right now. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of like my area. I've done a lot of stories about like policing and like kids behind bars and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. kind of like my area. Um, so yeah, that's my beat. Okay.
0: <laughs> and, and like you're an award-winning journalist as well, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you get? I just, I hate... You don't want to bring attention to it. No,
1: because I don't think that that's really. I mean, it's cool, I guess. Because yeah. I guess for certain circles, it's like important to see like that mm-hmm. other journalists or whatever entities are acknowledging your work. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. It always makes me cringe when people when reporters have that in their bio, yeah. like first, like award winning. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you win a Pulitzer, then I'm tattooing that on my forehead. Yeah. Like, but um, for me, that's like the that's way. That's not as important to me mm-hmm. as about like just like doing the work and stuff like that and if it wins awards great that's yeah. cool but i really care about serving like journalism as like service
0: yeah. yeah well that's a really good attitude to have yeah okay so what do you think is your role and i guess telling the story of jackson mississippi because i know you still you travel a lot so i'm pretty sure you encounter people where they're like okay you're black and you're in mississippi like why would you be there, so yeah. <laughs> like and them. like
1: I've been. Oh, I was just at a, uh, like a couple journalism conferences,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and or like work travel, and have sometimes like I get both. I get some people that are like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Like, and I get some people that are like, "Like, why would you live down yeah. there? Racist?" And yeah. I'm like, "Where do you live? Oh, New York? Like, oh. New York is super racist. Right? <laughs> What's up with that? Like." Y'all just y'all just think because you're in like a liberal atmosphere that like racism can't coexist in those spaces and that's yeah. not true.
0: Or it's like if it happens here in this like Mississippi. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, there goes Mississippi, yeah. Mississippiing again. And yeah. so
1: I get that sometimes. Um and I'm always quick to be like, Oh, that's weird. That has mm-hmm. not been my experience. I actually like Jackson's a great community mm-hmm. and X, Y, and Z. Um, and so yeah, my response is always like well, I'm always, like, amazed by... Well, it's twofold. Let me back up. So I think I'm always really careful because I'm not from down here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a Mississippi native. Um, and so I never... I'm always super careful um, in that and trying to make sure I do my due diligence of reporting everything super fairly because I'm not from here. So that mm-hmm. means I have to do extra work to make sure everything is fair. But at the same time, I think that being a transplant... You see things in a different light, where you're like, "Oh, that's not that seems a little off," or maybe uh, that merits some more digging, or mm-hmm. something like that. So I think I'm constantly like on guard when I'm looking for like stories, just because I'm I'm seeing them everywhere, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so but I'm always I, I'm I had a friend point this out to me, like when people ask me where I'm from. I like growing up has always been like super awkward because I've always been I've been the new kid in a lot of different situations. So you're Mm -hmm. like, where do you say you're from? Mm -hmm. Um, But I always tell people I'm from Mississippi Mm -hmm. because I think being in like a newsroom in Oakland or in Boston, I know there's not a lot of people up there that are from Mississippi. So to be able to say like, yeah, you know, that's where I'm from. My stepdad is from Mississippi, and Mm -hmm. like that's I claim his whole family. Like we're really tight. So Mm -hmm. like. I'm proud to be able to say that, like, that's my family. You know what I mean? And so... That's
0: so interesting because, especially whenever I travel and people ask me where I'm from, I say, I'm from New Orleans. However, I reside in Jackson, Mississippi. And even when people introduce me, my cousin, um, and I think this happened while we were on a trip... Uh, yeah, we were in San Francisco. They was like, well, where are y'all from? And then she kind of went down the line with all the cousins were from. She's like, she's from Mississippi. And I was like, I'm not from Mississippi. I'm from New Orleans. I said, however I reside. She's like, oh, no, but she's been there for a while. And that's absolutely true, probably long enough where people would say I would stop separating myself. But it's also super important for people to understand, like, I love New Orleans and I'm from there. And that culture is very important to me. So it's like, I could never, and I just think that's how a lot of us are wired in general people from New Orleans. But it's like, I can never, I'm not at the place where I'm like comfortable enough I feel like every time somebody asks me it's always a story associated with it so
1: yeah I think for me because I grew up not really being able to say like I loved where I grew up in Virginia I grew Mm -hmm. up in rural Virginia like loved it loved it like I used to not wear shoes outside I used to just pick up bugs and frogs like I loved it so to move to New Jersey I was always very angry about it but Mm -hmm. then people started to associate me as like someone from Jersey and Mm -hmm. I was like I don't I'm, no. And no. so, I think Mississippi's been the first place that I've moved where I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. I actually want to tell people I'm from here. So, mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of like how people feel when they have, yeah. like, a hometown, which I never really had growing yeah. up. So, it's kind of weird. And that's why I was going to as ask you, adult. like, do you yeah.
0: consider, so that means you consider Mississippi, like, your home? Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I know my mom My mom moved a lot, and which is why we moved a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would, I because I know she's going to be here forever, mm-hmm. that yeah this is like home
0: yeah okay that's cool yeah okay um kind of did we like answer the question kind of like the importance of talking about i Mm -hmm. guess like the news in jackson mississippi because i'm learning more and more that it's not just for us like other people are consuming it and like i even told you like i'm surprised like people are not just listening like from Jackson, Jackson Metro, or not even just transplants, but like people outside want to learn more about like Jackson, Mississippi. And you know, sometimes people appreciate Jackson, Mississippi a little bit more, not only like nationally, but internationally as well. So I guess even for us, the people who read your stories, would you say that that's kind of the same case too?
1: That, like, you appreciate this Um, Like,
0: people outside of Jackson, Mississippi were paying attention to the news and everything else that's going on.
1: Yeah, and I try to bring So I'm, I'm like, mentoring this group of fellows through the... It's called the Freedom Ways Reporting Project. Mm -hmm. And so they were looking for, like, a place to, like, do orientation. And so part of it was selfish because I was like, I'm going to be in Jackson and I can't really travel um, that week because I'm going to be on a flight later in the week. But also I was like... Let's bring people down here. Yeah. And so we did all the orientation stuff at the M.W. Stringer Lodge, which is, like, super historic. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, I'm in the same room that, like, Fannie Lou Hamer and Ella Baker and, like, Medgar Evers used to be in. Mm-hmm. And I think people are always impressed by how, like, tangible the history is here. It's mm-hmm. like, you can go to Kroger and see, um, like, yeah. civil rights legends. That's crazy. Like yeah. Or you can go you can, I don't know, you can drive by Medgar Evers' house and it's still intact. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that part about Mississippi is really fascinating. Or, like, the church my fa- my stepdad grew up going to and that my mom and, like, I go to when I'm, like, home and stuff is where, is the Mississippi Burning Church. Yeah. For lack of, you know, whatever, to yeah. colloquialize it or whatever. Um, that's cool. Right. I think sometimes in New York, well, I, cause I went to grad school in New York, like, it can feel like, all those events happened like forever ago Mm -hmm. because New York is just, you're just so worried about like, you know, I feel like New York is a very selfish city. Like everyone is so worried about what I'm doing right now and Mm -hmm. like what, like I need to get on the train. So you get out of my way. It's like, everyone's so focused on like me, 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 which is like cool for when you're in your twenties and you Mm want to like be like work, work on your growth. Yeah. Um, But like, I didn't like it for that reason. I was like, it's not, it's weird. So I don't know if I answered your question, but I do think, like, I do think when you are from Mississippi, reporting from Mississippi, your reporting is automatically different. Mm -hmm. It's automatically gonna be if there's people from outside of here, how often are they really hearing about what's going on here? And I think that, especially when you present it, I think Mississippi Today is doing a good job of presenting it as, like, it's not all that you think. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot going on here, there's a lot of different thought. There's a lot progression, mm-hmm. um, yeah, especially yeah. on the like the political side. So, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, do you have do you have like a favorite story or something that they should? I might include like in the show notes. Favorite story? I've yeah. Been? Oh my god. <laughs> um, Is that hard?
1: Yeah, it can be hard. Ah, okay. I think my favorite my favorite source has been this woman, Titrina Blaylock, mm-hmm. who. Whose cousin was shot and killed by JPD in last February. And, um, yeah, she's been really focused on like policing issues. She's from here went to Jackson state and stuff. And the stories that she's allowed me to do from like opening up and like connecting me to her family and stuff. And, um, PBS came down and interviewed her for their like brief, but brief, but spectacular. I can never get that out in one try. Um, series. Um, yeah, I think her, her passion and stuff was, like, really important for me to realize, like, okay, this is something important mm-hmm. um, that I need to keep looking into. Yeah. So, shout out to her. So, that's probably, like, top of mind, favorite series of stories feature her.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you already mentioned it before, but I'll just ask again. So, do you think you're going to stick around? You already said your mom is near, so probably. But um, is that the only reason why?
1: Um, so, I really like Jackson,
0: um, and I'm
1: nervous because, like, my contracts are ending at the end of the year mm-hmm. um, or about where I'm like, okay, I'm going to be, like, looking for my goal for 2020 is to move more into, like, a full being back in somebody's newsroom. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, freelancing is stressful. I'm mm-hmm. glad that I trusted myself enough to be able to do it. But, oof, like, So it's, like,
0: flexibility, but at the same time, it's no, um, it's unpredictable, too.
1: Yeah. And you're, like, I have health insurance tied to one contract. Mm-hmm. So if I left that, then I don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. So then you're kind of like, okay, well, what do, it, that part is really stressful to mm-hmm. me. So I don't like that aspect. Um, but I'm like nervous because I'm like, there's so many other stories that I want to be able to do mm-hmm. in Mississippi. And I'm like, am I going to have to leave mm-hmm. um, just to be able to find the job that I want? Maybe. Yeah. Um, so that's a little, like, I want to stay as long as possible.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but I also know that like, I might have to go. Okay. But I would be back because my mom is here. Mm-hmm. But I think that part is, like, a little a little unnerving for me mm-hmm. um, because I would like to stay mm-hmm. a little bit longer. But I know that, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll might, see. Time might be up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll take a break right here. The Mississippi Party Bus is a party bus rental company that provides a safe and fun VIP-style excursion rental service for the metro area as well as the state of Mississippi at affordable prices. The Mississippi Party Bus can be used for any occasion desired, such as birthdays, bachelor bachelorette parties, weddings, graduation, and proms. Customers can party safely while getting transported to different locations. Check them out on social media and book your next event now. And remember the motto of the Mississippi party bus is "We drive, you ride, and you party." okay, so I like to ask if um my guest like has advice for transplants or if there's like recommendations for the places like they must go and places they have to eat and hang out at. So do you have anything for them?
1: Yeah, so when I moved here. I didn't have any friends in Jackson, okay? <laughs> like, and I think it's so weird like trying to make friends when you're an adult cuz mm-hmm. it kind of requires the same amount of effort as like dating because mm-hmm. you have to like follow up with people and then start like spark conversation and go new places. It's mm-hmm. like, otherwise
0: you're just going to be. That me. sounds exhausting. It I've always <laughs> had it easy because I've literally been in school the entire time mm-hmm. I've been here. So most of my friends, they're also transplants, but they're also like my classmates too. Right. Or like former classmates. So I've like, this is like the last couple of years. It's like the first time I've made friends outside of that environment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I worked in a really small newsroom with no black people. So I was like, where where am I going to find, like, my people? Mm -hmm. So um, I think it requires – I think anywhere you're moving requires you to have, like, that open mind kind of perspective, but especially somewhere like Jackson where Mm -hmm. – I went to college in Atlanta. This is obviously not in Atlanta where Mm -hmm. you're not going to be probably out on the scene every Mm -hmm. week or whatever. And if you are, I mean, there's people – People, I think, Jackson can be kind of clicky, where mm-hmm. people are just with people they grew up with. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? That, whatever. So trying to break into that can be a little bit difficult. But um, I think being here, and like I'm thinking about the advice that I got when I moved here, and it was like, what makes Jackson great is the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can find your people, then you'll be good here. Yeah. And that's been really true for me. It's like, just, you know... like reaching out to people setting up coffee dates and going from there Mm -hmm. and just like now I have my own little community like my my mom was like not like proud proud but Mm -hmm. like a little bit like I threw something at the house for New Year's Mm -hmm. and even my line sisters were like you have enough friends to invite (laughs) like so it's not like awkward yeah no Mm -hmm. so um that's been really good I think I love a good coffee shop yeah so for me like I was only going to cups but now that we have coffee pros Mm -hmm. and now that we have urban foxes like for me that's what I love to do um going to archives and history I mean for me it's like for work a lot of times but you but there's so many good resources in there also I love windows and like the windows in there are gorgeous Mm -hmm. like they overlook you know the new museums Mm -hmm. and I usually go across the street to the old Capitol inn for lunch because mm-hmm. they do those like sunroom patio lunches yeah and i haven't sh-
0: been there in ages i forgot yeah people well, forget. See, i not work downtown anymore anyway. yeah yeah but i mean it's
1: nice and there's like the koi pond outside mm-hmm. not a lot of people there the food is amazing yeah
0: um so i've been doing that a lot lately you're the first person to rec- recommend capital n i feel yeah. like melvin do you remember anybody else recommending it yeah. yeah they also have a rooftop bar they do It's like all low. Like they don't really do a lot of work. I think it's usually what in the summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the summer months, and Mm -hmm.
1: it's nice. They have little string lights out there. Yeah, they have actually a good red wine
0: selection. I'm a wine snob, so okay. Um. Yeah. It would have been fun to have you with us when we were wine tasting because they're like, "Well, what do you like?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like, just pour Mm -hmm. stuff for me because I'm from like." (laughs) <laughs> like my preference is like daiquiri so that's like so it's like when it comes i'm like i just drink alcohol just pour yeah. stuff so i i go to cats a lot to get mm-hmm. my wine yeah me
1: too i tell everyone to drink Cote de rhone c-o-t-e-d-u-r-h-o-n-e okay. it's a type of is i li- went to paris uh, i lived in paris for a year for grad school mm-hmm. and so they used to have it it's just like three dollars a glass like you know, table wine. But it's excellent. Okay. And even people who don't really like wine, I always tell
0: them to drink that. Mm-hmm. And I've converted a lot of Jacksonians. Oh, wow. So. Is it, like, what's the taste? Is it, like, fruity? I feel like mm-hmm. it would have been very disappointing me because I'm, like... Oh, are you, like, a I was, m- moscato? I was, well, no, I was tra- trying, like, all of the fruit wines. So it was, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, cherry, blackberry, stuff like that. I'm, oh. like, all this is, like, sweet and tastes good. I'm, like, it didn't even taste like they had alcohol in it. It was, like, It just well-chased. tastes like juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like... Let's buy all these bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of, it's kind of
1: drier. It's not super mm-hmm. dry, but it's just like a full wine. Like you okay. feel grown when you drink it.
0: Okay. Kind of okay. like that. I think I'm going to go ahead and add that to the list. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> okay. Um,
1: yeah. So, oh, and I'm so proud that we have Whole Foods. You don't even know. Okay. Like I miss Rainbow, but mm-hmm. I love Whole Foods. That's like my relaxation. Like if I'm really stressed about a story, uh-huh. I just slow walk through Whole
0: Foods. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think groceries... I think a lot of people get stressed out going grocery shopping. Yeah. I am one of those people who hate it. But see, I don't... I don't grocery shop at Whole Foods. I go to Kroger, and that's why. Mm, Kroger so is
1: not my environment. Yeah. It's dimly lit and stressful. Everyone yeah. in there is, like, packing their carts. Yeah. Whole Foods, I just kind of grab a little and yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, too... Um, At Kroger, like, they're always rearranging stuff, Mm -hmm. so it makes it for, like, a longer trip, and I didn't want to be there anyway. Right. So. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that.
1: And then Whole Foods, actually, the upstairs, Mm -hmm. you know, is, like, they have, like, tables set out, couches and stuff for people to do work.
0: I had no idea. And
1: they have really good Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah, I thought it was just, like, offices or something up there. You can use, they do have, like, a room you can rent for meetings and stuff. What?
1: Yeah. This is. I know. I know.
0: What is, I had what no is idea. This? Oh, there's like a person behind us with message. Okay, thank you, sir. I'm not turning This is really <laughs> <laughs> That is like the first time. What is it? Is it said Jesus Saves or something? Oh, it is Sunday. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh. Oh Lord. <laughs> that was kinda scary. But anyway, um, yeah, but I like to get like skincare stuff from Whole mm. Foods and like soaps and stuff. So that's like my place yeah. to get that from. Yeah. yeah. They good stuff. Yeah um okay cool um any anything else for these people any other recommendations well? i like cool owls okay
1: um because they have impossible burgers okay and oh mama nature's i will make that drive up to richland yeah. which they're well, getting she's one and be... drink yes
0: so the interview after yours is going to be Leah from Fondren Fitness, and oh, we're going to cool. talk about that. I'm excited for Mama Nature's um, to be there. I can't even um, wait. Yeah, she is not too far from where I work anyway. But like, I stay right there on like the fringe of like Foundry and Bellhaven. So I'm like, it's just like right up the street. Oh, and I can grab perfect. something. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that as well.
1: Yeah, because I try to support Jackson, yeah. but I will. Hop the border and go to Ridgeland
0: for nomination We had no choice, so yeah. <laughs> it's like you just had to. Yeah. But um yeah. So yeah, I am super duper. I'm excited and I'm also proud of her as well. So um okay, cool. All right. Well, do you want to let these people know where they can <laughs> keep abreast of you and follow you? Yeah,
1: so I feel like being a journalist has forced me to have a Twitter. So Okay. My, <laughs> my Twitter is at K-E-A-U-X with an underscore. Um, and then my website is keaux.com, which, so some people think my name is, is like Co K-E-A-U-X. Mm-hmm. Like I've gotten emails like, Hey Ko, which I get annoyed about. So mm-hmm. like, that's not my name. But I think I'm like, Oh, well maybe I picked a really good like internet brand for myself, yeah. people think that's my actual name yeah so now like my real name is like a little secret now yeah <laughs> only people who know me know my name is ko <laughs> yeah
0: well i will say my daughter my daughter's name is alex and people always assume it's sharp for something and i'm like no it's just alex yeah that's it
1: <laughs> i've had to show people my driver's license yeah like even at work, like mm-hmm. your name's not co. I'm yeah. Like I'll just show you my license.
0: It's yeah, fine. it's cool. I like it. And even like for her name, like she can spell. Like she's one, but she can oh. spell her name and say her name. I'm like, yeah, I got you. Nice, it's just simple and easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I also want to tell you guys about the upcoming Taste of West Jackson. It is a free grassroots food festival created to highlight the amazing food found in West Jackson restaurants. That's going to be September seventh. Um, from twelve to four, and I also want to give a shout out to Two for Two Creative for producing this podcast and putting up with my nonsense, as well as Small World Studio for the music. Um, don't forget to buy my merch, and if you buy something for yourself, be nice and buy something for me as well. Um, You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jackson Transplant, spell Jackson. And also email me and tell me I'm doing an awesome job. I only accept compliments. Um, No constructive criticism or negativity. (laughs) JacksonTransplants at gmail.com. And I will talk to you here later. Bye.